Just as a disclaimer, we want you to know that some of the movies that we will be reviewing were shot in a different time and era where people of race and sex were not treated equally. We understand this and hope you do too. The movies or anything that happened on the sets are not the views of this podcast or what this show is intended to be all about. Exactly. And we want to give due diligence in presenting the movie and not the views of the cast or directors or anyone involved. But we also feel it's necessary to let the audience know some of the background information to get a feel for what was happening at the time of shooting the film. Again, we hope you understand that we do not agree with everything that went on and we just want to give out the information. And with that being said, hope you enjoy the show. Charlie Brown and the Peanuts Gang preparing to spend another joyous holiday together. Only this year, Charlie Brown is getting a little fed up with what seems to be the new Christmas spirit. Find the true meaning of Christmas when money, money, money. Dear Santa Claus, just send money. We all know that Christmas is a big commercial racket. It's run by a big Eastern syndicate, you know. Good grief. So Charlie Brown attempts to restore the true spirit of Christmas by buying a neglected little Christmas tree. But as is often the case with Charlie Brown... Oh, everything I touch gets ruined. It appears that this Christmas may be a sad one. That is, of course, until the rest of the gang shows good old Charlie Brown that they haven't really lost the Christmas spirit at all. A Charlie Brown Christmas. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tragedy of Cinema, the 12... Days slash movies of Christmas. The 12 movies of Christmas. Uh, this is our third installment. This is a Charlie Brown's Christmas. Uh, this is another iconic one oh, you have to watch every absolutely. year. Um, so just like our Universal Monsters and all the ones uh, specials we do, we don't waste a lot of time. I don't. We don't joke around. Well, I mean, we do joke around, but I'm saying we don't <laughs> throw random questions at Terrence where he just gets scared and looks as stupid. So Terrence, let's go ahead and take it away. I just look like a deer in the headlights for a moment. All right. Uh, at least you're not a sleeping deer in the headlights. <laughs> a Charlie Brown's Christmas. Release date, December 9th, 1965. Uh, its budget was somewhere between – so we saw different numbers uh, through the research and stuff. So it was anywhere between 96000 to 150000 um, And if you count for inflation, uh, that is 784000 to $1.2 uh, This was directed by Bill Melendez. Writing credits goes to Charles M. Schultz, written by Charles M. Schultz for the comic strips. Uh, uncredited. Did you ever read the comic strips? Absolutely. <laughs> like, the, the, like the Sunday Funnies or uh, and Family Peanuts Circus? and Peanuts, Family Circus. Uh, I also... The I, Far Side? I have um, like all of Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, like, oh man. That, that's my absolute If they ever favorite. did a cartoon of that or something, oh, it would be fantastic. Uh, technical specs. Runtime, 25 minutes, so another really short one. Uh, sound mix. We're looking at DTS. DTS. Uh, HD Master Audio Mono uh, Wester X Recording System and Dolby Digital Mono. Uh, this is a color uh, cartoon. 
aspect ratio 16 by 9 uh, optional blu-ray feature to watch it in 4 by 3 negative format 35 millimeter and cinematographic process was digital intermediate 4k the 2017 remaster so this was remastered to be watched in 4k uh, printed film format 35 millimeter and now off to the awards uh prime you know, time I, I, awards i, I that? love that these um unlike universal these are actually winning awards on their own yeah absolutely you um, know what i mean the other ones were pretty much bunched in a collection yeah except for an occasional one or two you know what i mean but some of these ones that we're doing are actually winning awards and it's exciting to see that hey they're finally getting recognized and we're not reading off the same award over and over, over and over which was like the science fiction of uh academy awards, the academy yeah. awards of science fiction and fantasy and horror films is like we're, we're away from <laughs> and that it's the same while. box set. <laughs> oh my gosh over and over okay so uh we're looking at the primetime emmy awards 1966 winner of the primetime emmy Outstanding Children's Program, Lee uh, Mendelssohn and Bill Melendez. Nominee for Primetime Emmy for a Special Classification of Individual Achievements, Charles M. Schultz, the writer. Uh, Grammy Awards, 1978. So they were nominated for Best Recording for Children. Um, and then basically we have the performance of uh, uh, all the people who did the music. Um, so we're looking at uh, Vince uh, Gural. I know I was going to mess up this name. Uh, <laughs> it would Grualdi. be an episode if you did. <laughs> Grualdi, uh, composed and produced by. Uh, Bill Mendez, performed and produced. Peter Robbins, performed. Christopher Shea, performed. Tracy Stet- uh, Starford, performed. Kathy Steinberg, performed. Uh, the Vince uh, Grualdi trio, performed. And... <laughs> Chris Duran performed. And you know, it's funny because I read it over and over, like, before we started recording. I'm like, I know I'm going to have a hard time, but I'm like, I think I got it. And even though it, I say it right in my head, it coming out is just it's a tongue twister of a name for me. You said on a throne of lies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and then we have uh, Karen Mendelson performed by, and then Jeffrey uh, Olerstein performed. Then we have... Uh, this one's a new one, the Peabody Awards. I know, I've seen that. I thought that was pretty interesting. I've never seen that award either. Neither have I. 1966, and they were the winner of the Peabody Award for who knows. Uh, they just won the Peabody Award, the, the movie in general. Um, <laughs> no names attached. Uh, Satellite Awards, 2009. So they so were recent. nominated. Yeah, this was recent, and this was for the Best Youth DVD, and this is the Peanuts 1960 collection, uh, which this movie is included. Uh, along with Charlie Brown's All Stars, It's a Great Pumpkin. It's the Great Pumpkin. Uh, Charlie Brown, uh, You're in Love, Charlie Brown. Here's your dog, Charlie Brown. And it was a short summer, Charlie Brown. <laughs> now, the synopsis. Charlie Brown sets out on a journey to find the true meaning of Christmas. And uh, since there was a little few, uh, little more notes than um, the Grinch that we did, um, I told Terrence, go ahead and take this cast because there is a lot of them. Uh, and, there I went, and I like to see him just slaughter names. So he so should now, be okay. I, I get to slaughter some names today on the casting. Uh, we will start off with... And I'll, I knew I was going to mess that one up, too. <laughs> right off the bat? Yeah, right off the bat. Uh, it's, that, it's the last name. Altieri. Uh, Altieri. Let's just go with that. Uh, <laughs> Anne Altieri. Altieri. Is it Altieri? I, I can't Al- see. Al-Tieri? I have the microphones in the way. So. Uh, I trust it's, it's you. The, it's the first eye that messes me up, man. Uh, Anne Altieri, <laughs> uh, who voices uh, for Dia. Then we have... And, you know what's interesting is all these voice actors are uncredited. 
And I'll tell you why here in a minute. Okay. Uh, then we have Chris Doran, who played uh, Schroeder, or Shermie. No, and Shermie. He played two. And Shermie. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Sally Dreyer, who play, who voiced Violet. Bill Mend- Melendez, who voiced Snoopy. Karen Mendelson, who voiced Patty. Snoopy. Oh, Snoopy's great. Uh, Jeffrey Olderstein, who played Pigpen. Uh, Peter Robbins played Charlie Brown. Christopher Shea played uh, Linus. Va- I never knew his whole name. Van Linus Pelt, yeah. Van Pelt. Okay, that's cool. Um, Kathy Steinberg playing Sally Brown. And then finally, Tracy Statford playing Lucy Van Pelt. All right, and the... the, the um since none of the children received credit at the end because a lot of them, they, they, they didn't do it for any of them uh, because the ages, you know, they actually had children. They weren't adults yeah. acting as children. They were actually children, children. Acting as children. Not acting. They were <laughs> just, just being normal. Um, so uh, the production ended only 10 days after it was finalized, you know. Oh, wow. It aired 10 days. I mean, talk about a time crunch. Right. Um the producer Lee Mendel Mendel Mendelson Mendelson, uh, he wrote the lyrics for the Christmas time is here music, and his son Glenn, along with his then sixth grade class, got to sing the song for the. the oh special. wow! Yeah, that's I cool. thought, man, how cool is that? Um, the uh, you know the rock music group Jefferson Airplane. Uh, sounds familiar. I think they did. I probably uh, hear a song and then. Didn't know they him. do? Don't you want somebody to love from? You remember the cable oh, guy when he? Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> they asked for uh, autographs from all the kids who voice the Peanuts. That's game. awesome. I was like, wow. So it really, really struck a chord with them. Um, this is the first ever animated Peanuts special. Oh wow! Okay. And for those of you that don't know. <laughs> When we started recording, Terrence goes, Oh, yeah. Terrence goes, Man, this has one of my favorite scenes that I quote all the time. And I was like, Really? What's that? He's like, Oh, I got I got candy. And he's like, I oh, got a rock. I said, Terrence, that's the that's, Halloween, yeah, that's the great not... pumpkin. He's like, oh. And it's funny because I, I watch them all in tandem. So sometimes I'll get the quotes mixed up and stuff. <laughs> he was so. killing me. I was like, Terrence, do you know what we you just watched? Um, just before her remarks about Christmas being a big commercial racket, Lucy refers to Charlie Brown simply as Charlie. This is the only time she does this in any of the TV special. Every other time, it's Charlie Brown. Huh. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, they thought that this show was going to flop. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, Bill Melendez and Lee Mendelson were convinced that they had a flop on their hands. But when they were premiered, when it premiered, they were happy. Um, you know that the reviews and everything that it was receiving just well received. Yeah. Today. The show remains the second longest-running Christmas special on U.S. network television, um, coming only in second to the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in 1964, which premiered one year earlier and is still broadcast every year on the U.S. T- uh, television. Oh, wow. So, um, <clears throat> on a little bit of a sadder note, um, not long after the animation was finished, Tracy Stratford's voice broke. Which is why she never voiced Lucy in another Peanuts special. Oh. I was like, man. Uh, Kathy Steinberg, who did the voice of Sally, uh, she, she had not learned to read <laughs> by the time of production. So she had to be fed her lines, often a word or well, one word or syllable at a time, which explains the rather choppy delivery line of, all I want is what I have coming to me. All I want is my fair shares. <laughs> I love it. You know. That's okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. And that reminds me. Uh, did you ever see the Little Rascals? The re- the movie. Oh yeah. When he's yeah. like, quick, what's the number to nine one one? He's like, how should I know? 
Uh, let's see here. The um, Snoopy's doghouse is blue in this special, and subsequent version it is red. Huh. You know, when he does his Red Baron thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, this short was watched over by over 15 million viewers when it first premiered in 1965. Oh, wow. I mean, that's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. Um, let's see here. Bill Melendez tried to talk Charles Schultz out of using biblical references, especially Linus's speech in this special. Schultz reportedly won him over by saying, if we don't do it, who will? As it turned out, Linus's recitation was held as one of the most powerful moments in the highly acclaimed special. Hmm. So, um, and, and co-telling off of that, let's see over here. I think it is. I got all these notes spread out in front of me. So <laughs> Terrence is looking at me. And, uh, it's like that conspiracy theory picture where. He's so just this like... <laughs> this did break many of the rules prevalent for animated holiday specials during the '60s. It didn't make use of a laugh track. Yeah, that's true. There's no laugh track. I'm glad they were. Um, real children were used for the character voices instead of adults, um, actors imitating children's voices, and biblical references were used to illustrate the true meaning of Christmas. Um, the Butcher Coat tells off to probably one of the last things we'll talk about um, Linus's speech um, on the true meaning of Christmas is actually from Luke 2 8 through 14 from the King James translation of the Bible. And when he's up there uh, doing his speech, he, has, he, he gets up there, you know, the lights go out, the spotlight comes on him. Yeah. He drops his security blanket. For those of you that are Peanuts fan, knows that that is his go-to. He never He's lets go of that Not thing. letting go of that thing. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was really great that he drops in and he says, Fear not, for behold, you know, and he continues on with the rest of the speech uh, with the blanket on the stage next to him. However, um, in the long shot, when he says, and on earth, peace, good will to man, it's back in his left hand. So yep. somehow I got up. But uh, immediately after when the speech is finished, you sh- you, they, they make it a point to – Show him going over and picking up his blanket again. And I thought that was really symbolic, you know, showing reverence to the Bible, um, to Jesus' birth. I thought it was great. And then uh, the last thing, well, not not two two more things, I think. When <laughs> you're going to crack up with this one. Uh, while at her psychiatry stand and naming Charlie Brown's possible phobias, <laughs> Lucy says, how about cats? If you're afraid of cats, you have allereophagia. If Charlie Brown were indeed afraid of cats, he would have uh, allereophobia. Allereophagia is literally speaking cat. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) I love it because it's just kids, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's always trying to get him for something like moving the football. Remember to go. Oh yeah. Um, when Schroeder and Lucy are discussing what Beethoven contributed, he stops playing the piano, but the piano doesn't stop right away. (laughs) And I thought there was one more, uh, one more thing I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. When Charlie Brown and Linus go looking for a Christmas tree, Linus taps on a metal tree and says, this one really brings Christmas close to a person. The tree makes the sound a second before he taps on it when he, well, not when he taps on it. So it's like, ding, yeah. ding, ding. <laughs> there, there is a, a lot of the animation. There is so many uh, errors or continuity that I could go on for days. Oh, yeah. But I have to spare everybody the time, especially like in The Grinch. <laughs> There was pages, and I was like, I cannot go through all these. You know? I mean, that's just uh, old animation. There's right. a lot. But that, it's also part of the charm of it. Uh, that, uh, yeah, I love it. The sort um, of, I mean, it's almost the same charm you get with, like, uh, the old real movies where you kind of see the imperfections on the, the film itself throughout the real. Um, it just it adds character to these really old movies. Right. Um, now, given this isn't really old, but uh, it still adds that charm with old animation, seeing those, like, because they're all small. They're all minuscule. They're there, but they're, none of the thing is like, uh, it's not going to ruin your experience of the movie. It's just part of the charm. All right. So, Terrence, give me your thoughts on 
Uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas. It's great. I love it. I love peanuts. <laughs> uh, I've always been a huge peanuts fan since I was a kid. Um, Last year. <laughs> uh, two years ago. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, I've, you know, I've read the little comic strips. Uh, I've watched all the cartoons. I still have to watch the recent movie. Um, I've kind of been afraid to watch it. You know what I mean? Oh, the one where they CGI it? Yeah. Or... So, like, uh, I've kind of been... Like wanting to watch it, but also staying away from it because I just I, don't want to be disappointed. Exactly, <laughs> ruin your childhood with I, everything else they've done. I love, uh, you know, I love this movie. I love all the other Charlie Brown movies. I've seen all the ones in the, you know, the '60s collection that I mentioned earlier in the awards, and uh, this is no exception. It's a great little short to watch during Christmas, right? Uh, you know, during uh, the month of December, or you know, during Christmas Day itself. You put it in the background. Uh, there is just you know sound. Excuse me. Either you know, sound or just something to keep the kids uh, entertained for just a tiny bit. It's 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 fun for everybody. Right. Fun for adults. Fun for kids. Um, uh, the thing that we didn't talk about that I love this movie is that they they put Charlie Brown in charge of going to get a Christmas tree, right? <laughs> and they're thinking he's going to come back with some big extravagant Christmas yeah, tree, you know. And he comes yeah. back with like a tree with like two limbs. And they <laughs> they hang the ornaments over it and it just go. <laughs> and then it's, and um, you know, and then uh, I think it's uh, Lucy. She's like, you blockhead. You know, yeah. she always goes like that. Um, I love how Snoopy uh, decorates his, his uh, doghouse with the Christmas oh, lights, yeah, you know. Christmas and, lights and everything. You know, and he gets up there and he starts dancing with Schrader's doing the thing, you know, and has the music, you know, the. the it's such a charming little short. It's great. <laughs> um, like I said, this is another must watch. Um, I love how they integrated the Bible into this, and that it still stands the test of time. You know, what I mean, that is still considered one of the one of the classics. Absolutely. Um, even at a time when it wasn't, uh, even the one guy was trying to talk him out of it. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Uh, and like he's like, "If we won't, who will?" And it's still here. You know, yeah. I, I love it. Um, like I said, this is a, this is another must watch cartoon. It's only a half hour, uh, probably yeah. maybe an hour at the tops with commercials. Um, I'm sure you can buy it on DVD. Most of most people have this on DVD or digital already. A lot of the Christmas collection, you and know, it still gets played during the all holidays, the time. Uh, if you got cable, all the time, love it. Um, so, with that being said, I think um, this episode's coming to a close. Like I said, the cartoons are a little bit harder since they're only a half hour. Yeah, and we don't want to cram you with a bunch of information because we will be doing full movies in between these, as you could tell. And speaking but of full movies, speaking of full movies, our next movie that we'll be doing tomorrow. Will be Jingle, Jingle All the, the way. way. And if you have not seen this movie, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, <laughs> fighting yeah. over a holiday toy that it's like the last one. And it just <laughs> hilarity ensues. It's great. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. So, uh, with that being said, that's a wrap on this episode. And, and cut. cut.